Welcome to Zikri Dafsi, Monday, member by Ram Gold. Hi, and today, Mazakas Baba Kama, Daf Chav Hey, the second parakate to the regal. So, the three topics we're going to focus on. Number one, the next mission, Rabbi Tarfan says that Karen damages inflicted in the Nizik's property are liable to pay Nizik Shalim even for a tum. The Chami say he pays Chazi Nizik like normal Karen. Ritavim proves his position from a Kavach Homer. If Shane and Regal are exempt in Rishuza Rabim, yet paying full in Rishuza Nizak, then Karen which pays Chetzi Nezik in Rishuza Rabim, certainly should pay Nezik Shalom in Rishuza Nizak. The Chamim respond, Dayol Labom Hidadin, it's sufficient for the law derived from the Kavach Homer, meaning Karen Rishuza Nizak, or Yoskanidot, to be like the source law, Karen in Rishuza Rabim. Since Karen in Rishuza Rabim only pays Chetzi Nezik, we cannot derive to pay Nezik Shalom in Rishuza Nizak. Ritarfan responded by restructuring the Kavach Homer to derive Karen Inrushes and Nizak from Regal Inrushes and Nizak. If Karen is more Chamor than Regal, that it pays Inrushes and Rabim, where Regal is Pater, then Inrushes and Nizak, where Regal pays Nezak Shalim, certainly Karen should pay that amount. The Chamor responded, we still say Dayo, that Karen cannot be derived to be stricter than its base law Inrushes and Rabim. Point number two, the Gemara wonders if Rabbi Tarfan can disagree with the entire principle of Dayo, since its source is in the Torah. Our price teaches a source for a Kavach Homer when a Kashbaruch said regarding Miriam's Saras, If her father had spit in her face, would she not be humiliated for seven days? This would indicate, through a Kavach Homer, that one admonished by the Shechina, which is more severe, should be quarantined for 14 days. Yet she quarantined for only seven days, which teaches, It's sufficient for the law derived from the Kavach Homer to be like the source law and does not exceed the seven days of the source. How can Rabbi Tarfan disagree? The Gemara answers that he agrees to the principle of Dial, but holds it does not apply where the Kavach Homer would be nullified. Regarding Miriam, the Kavach Homer teaches to quarantine for seven days, and Dial prevents it from being 14 days. Regarding Karen Rishus and Nizak, since we know it pays Chazi Nezik without a Kavach Homer, then applying Dial would stop the Kavach Homer from teaching anything. Therefore, Rabbi Tarfon does not apply Dial here. And pointing with you, Ravachim and Difti asked Ravina that Abraisa does not apply Dial even where it would not nullify the Kavach Homer. Abraisa drives that a mat, which is not a container, can contract tumma from a corpse based on the Kavach Homer. If small earthenware jars, which are tahor, regarding zav, because earthenware only contracts tuma through its airspace, and this jar's neck is too narrow for a zav's finger to be inserted, this also excludes it from contracting through heset, moving. Yet it does not contract tuma from a corpse when they're under one roof, then a mat which contracts tuma from a zav, because it's included in a mishkav, something made for lying on, should certainly become tummy from a corpse. Here, dial can be applied without nullifying the Kavach Homer. We can derive that the mat contracts Tuma until evening, as it does from a Zav, and dial would prevent it from becoming Tumma for seven days, like normal corpse Tuma. Still, the Tana did not apply dial. Ravina answered that Abai taught that this price is not deriving Tuma from a corpse, but Tuma from a Sheretz, which is only until evening. So once again, the three points are number one. In the next mission, Rabbi Tarfon says that Karen damages inflicted in the Nizak's property are liable to pay Nizak Shalim even for a Tum. The Chami say he pays Chetzi Nezik like normal Karen. Ritavim proves his position from a Kavach Homer. If Shane and Regal are exempt in Rishuza Rabim, yet paying full in Rishuza Nizak, then Karen which pays Chetzi Nezik in Rishuza Rabim certainly should pay Nezik Shalom in Rishuza Nizak. The Chamim respond, Dayol Abom Hidadin, it's sufficient for the law derived from the Kavach Homer, meaning Karen Rishuza Nizak, to be like the source law, Karen in Rishuza Rabim. Since Karen in Rishus Rabim only pays Chetzi Nezik, we cannot derive to pay Nezik Shalim in Rishus and Nizak. Ritarfan responded by restructuring the Kavach Homer to derive Karen in Rishus and Nizak from Regal in Rishus and Nizak. 
If Karen is more chamur than regal, that it pays in Rishus Rabim, where regal is pater, then in Rishus Nizak, where regal pays Nezak Shalim, certainly Karen should pay that amount. The Chamin responded, we still say Dayu, that Karen cannot be derived to be stricter than its base law in Rishus Rabim. Pointing to the Gemara wonders if Rabbi Tarfum can disagree with the entire principle of Dayo, since its source is in the Torah. Our Bryce teaches a source for Kalva Chomer when a Kashbarach said regarding Miriam's Saras, If her father had spit in her face, would she not be humiliated for seven days? This would indicate, through a Kalva Chomer, that one admonished by the Shechina, which is more severe, should be quarantined for 14 days. Yet she quarantined for only seven days, which teaches, It's sufficient for the law derived from the Kalva Chomer to be like the source law and does not exceed the seven days of the source. How can Rabbi Tarfan disagree? The Gemara answers that he agrees to the principle of Dial, but holds it does not apply where the Kavachomer would be nullified. Regarding Miriam, the Kavachomer teaches to quarantine for seven days, and Dial prevents it from being 14 days. Regarding Karen Rishus and Nizak, since we know it pays Chazinezik without a Kavachomer, then applying Dial would stop the Kavachomer from teaching anything. Therefore, Rabbi Tarfon does not apply Dial here. And pointing with you, Rav Achimadifti asks Ravina that Abraisa does not apply Dial even where it would not nullify the Kavachomer. A Bryce derives that a mat, which is not a container, can contract tuma from a corpse based on a kavachomer. If small earthenware jars, which are tahor, regarding zav, because earthenware only contracts tuma through its airspace, and this jar's neck is too narrow for a zav's finger to be inserted, this also excludes it from contracting through heset, moving. Yet it does not contract tuma from a corpse when they're under one roof, then a mat which contracts tuma from a zav, because it's included in a mishkav, something made for lying on, should certainly become tummy from a corpse. Here, Dao can be applied without nullifying the Kavachomer. We can derive that the mat contracts Tuma until evening, as it does from a Zav, and Dao would prevent it from becoming Tummy for seven days, like normal corpse Tuma. Still, the Tana did not apply Dao. Ravina answered that Abai taught that this price is not deriving Tuma from a corpse, but Tuma from a Sheretz, which is only until evening. All right, so now we go to Simadav Cafe, and her standard simon is a 25th wedding anniversary. 25th anniversary. So here goes. The 25th wedding anniversary dinner was a disaster when a bull charged into the restaurant and kicked the waiter. And then the husband tried to explain to his wife the concept of Dayo by spitting on a picture of their daughter, which happened to be placed on a mat that was tame from a corpse. Once again, it's slow motion. The 25th wedding anniversary dinner. 25th wedding anniversary. That must be more tough. Cafe. The 25th wedding anniversary dinner was a disaster when a bull charged into the restaurant and kicked the waiter, which reminds us, in the next mission, Rabbi Tarfan says that Karen damages inflicted in the Nizak's property are chayv nezek shalim, even for a tum. The Chalmi say he pays chetzi nezek like normal Karen. Rabbi Tarfan attempts to prove his position from a kavachomer, and the Chalmi limit the kavachomer based on the principle of dayo. So the 25th wedding anniversary dinner was a disaster when a bull charged into the restaurant and kicked the waiter. And then the husband tried to explain to his wife the concept of Dio by spitting on a picture of their daughter, which reminds us more questions how Rabbi Tarfan does not apply the principle of Dio since the source for Dio is from the Torah, from the Parsha of Miriam being quarantined for only seven days, not 14. The Gemara answers that he agrees to the principle of Dio but holds it does not apply to Heka the Mafri Kalvachomer, where the Kalvachomer would be nullified. So, the 25th wedding anniversary dinner was a disaster, when a bull charged into the restaurant and kicked the waiter, and then the husband tried to explain to his wife the concept of Dayo by spitting on a picture of their daughter, which happened to be placed on a mat that was tame from a corpse, which reminds us, Ravachim Adifti asked Ravina that a Brysa does not apply Dayo, even where it would not nullify the Kavachomer. 
A bride who derives in a mat, which is not a container, can contract tumor from a corpse based on a kavachomer. So once again, the 25th wedding anniversary dinner was a disaster when a bull charged into the restaurant and kicked the waiter. And then the husband tried to explain to his wife the concept of Dio by spitting on a picture of their daughter, which happened to be placed on a mat that was tummy from a corpse. All right, so now it's time for Four Blapak Chazar. Dav Chafav. So the symbol Dav Chafav is a car because Bostonians pronounce car, ka. So here goes. The terrified demon who drove off in a sports car, ka. That must be one Dav Chafalev. The terrified demon who drove off in a sports car when he realized the house was in fact inhabited by an unknown resident, which reminds us, Rav Sahara said in the name of Rav Huna, quoting Rav, that one who lives in his friend's yard without his knowledge does not have to pay rent because of the Pasuk which says, Ushia yukashar, and through desolation the gate is broken, meaning an uninhabited house is destroyed by demons. The one residing there thus has benefited the owner by inhabiting it, keeping away these demons. So the terrified demon who drove off in a sports car when he realized the house was in fact inhabited by an unknown resident... Passed by the cow turning its head to the side of the street to eat food, which reminds us the Mishnah Dav Yutesam based taught that if an animal ate from the sides of the street, it is liable and not considered damage in Rishus Rabim. Rav says, Ubemachazeris, this is even where it turns its head to reach the food on the side of the street. For although an animal may be brought to Rishus Rabim, the damage took place where people commonly leave produce, since animals do not usually turn their heads there. Shmuel says, Afil Machazeris Nami Pater, even where it turns its head to reach the produce, he's exempt from pain because it's considered ordinary shame in Ushur Sarabim. So the terrified demon who drove off in a sports car when he realized the house was in fact inhabited by an unknown resident passed by the cow turning its head to the side of the street to eat food as the dog jumping off the roof onto pots and pans watched him. Go by, which reminds us. The next mission states, a Roshagog, if a dog or kid jumped from the top of a roof, and broke utensils when landing, the owner pays full damages because they are moved to jump and it's a told of regal. The Gemara infers that he only pays if they jump from the roof, but if they had fallen from the roof and broken the kaolin, he would be exempt because this was not expected. So the similar Dav Chabes is a cab. So here goes. The cab driver, cab driver, that must be more Dav Chabes, cab. The cab driver racing through flying arrows of fire, which reminds us, the Gemara brings Malchokas, Rabbi Yochanan, and Rishlakish, whether Isho Mishum Chitzav, fire is considered one's arrows, meaning one's force, or if Isho Mishum Mimono, fire is considered one's property. So, the cab driver racing through flying arrows of fire, as he tried to save an evid standing next to a goat, tied up to a heap of grain on fire, which reminds us, one who sets fire to a heap of grain, and there's a goat bound to it and a slave near it, and they were all burned, the person must pay for the grain and goat, for although the slave died from the fire, and one cannot be liable for murder and monetary damages from the same act, he's not responsible for the slave's death, who could have run away. If the slave was bound and the goat was not, he's exempt from payment because he's responsible for killing the slave, which carries the death penalty. So the cab driver racing through flying arrows of fire, as he tried to save an evid standing next to a goat, tied up to a heap of grain, on fire, notice an adult nearby who just handed a coal and a flame to a cherish, which reminds us, the Gemara brings a Mishnah, one who sets a fire through a deaf mute, an insane person or a minor, meaning he handed them a fire and a damage, is exempt from paying Medine Adam in the laws of man, meaning Basin does not force him to pay, but is high Medine Shemaim, he's morally obligated to pay. The Gemara would distinguish a case with coal versus a case with a flame. Daf Chav Kimmel, so the similar Daf Chav Kimmel is Kugelach. So here goes. When the fire-loving Kugelach champ, Kugelach, that must be more on Daf Chav Gimel. 
When the fire-loving Kugelach champ tried playing Kugelach while holding a fiery arrow with a fiery coin on its point, which reminds Rabbi Yochan holds that besides fire being considered one's koach, his force, he also holds one as responsible for it as his mamun, his property. So when the fire-loving Kugelach champ tried playing Kugelach while holding a fiery arrow with a fiery coin on its point, his pieces went flying and hit the mouth of a cow eating grass off an Isaac's property, which reminds us, the Mishan Duff Chaf Alf Ambeis taught that a dog which ate someone's biscuit, its owner is responsible. The Gemara explains that it was eaten on the damaged party's property, thus qualifying as Ubir Besteacher, and it consumes in the field of another. The Gemara says that this resolves the following inquiry, that Pipar Kachatsu Anizik Dami or Kachatsu Amazik Dami is the mouth of a cow inside the damaged party's property considered the damaged party's yard, so the owner is liable, or the damager's yard, and the owner is not responsible. This mission proves it's considered the damaged party's yard, because if it's considered the dog owner's yard, he could say, what's your bread doing in my dog's mouth? So when the fire-loving Kugelach champ tried playing Kugelach while holding a fiery arrow with a fiery coin on its point, his pieces went flying and hit the mouth of a cow eating grass off of Nizak's property, which had bitten three people on three different days, which reminds Gmur brings Malchokas, Rabbi Yehud and Rabbi Meir regarding what makes an animal muad and how does it revert to being a tam. Daf Chavdalad. So the similar Daf Chavdalad is a pitcher, a cud. So here goes. The pitcher maker pitcher. That must be more Daf Chavdalad. Cud. The pitcher maker who was furious when the fierce bull attacked his three pitchers once on the same day, which reminds us, Ramir explains why he holds a mood can be established from three incidents of damage in a single day. If its space is goring over multiple days, its owner is liable for full damages. Then if it gored three times close together on one day, is it not certain he should pay full damages? So the pitcher maker was furious when the fierce bull attacked his three pitchers once on the same day, was unsuccessful in trying to prove from the attacks that Luyude Sore and not Luyude Gavra, which reminds us, the Gemara asks, Shoshi Yami Dukatani, are the three days the Rebuda mentions Luyude Sora Luyude Gavra in order to make the ox a muad or to make the owner a muad? Are the three incidents to establish an animal's tendency to gore or to warn the owner multiple times before paying in full? Enough Kaminas where three sets of witnesses testified on a single day about the animal damaging on three separate days. So, the pitcher maker who was furious when the fierce bull attacked his three pitchers once on the same day was unsuccessful in trying to prove from the attacks that Lide Sore and not Lide Gavra because he was found inciting someone's dog against another. Which reminds us, Gemara asks, One who incites someone's dog against another person, what is the halacha? The insider is definitely exempt because he caused the damage indirectly, but is a dog's owner liable? Can he say what did I do to the victim since the dog's attack was instigated by another person? Or do we say to him, since you know that your dog is susceptible to being incited, you should not have retained it. All right, so now it's time to conclude with our pop quiz of 10 questions. Number one, which up to the question whether the three days Rabbi Yudah mentions is Uyide Sora or Uyide Gavra in order to make the ox a muad or to make the owner a muad? That's on Daf. Good number two. Which stuff do Malchus reviewed and remember regarding how an animal becomes a mood and reverts to being a tom? That's on Duff. Good number three. Which stuff do you know that the concept of their dial was learned from the Parsha Miriam and Saras? That's on Duff. Good number four. Which stuff do you know that the dogs and goats are considered muadim with regard to jumping off roofs and the owner would have to pay Nezek Shalin for damage? That's on Duff. Chafav. Good number five. Which stuff do you have a kavachumah that a mat can be makabotuma from a mace? That's on Dav. Chafheg. Good number six. Which stuff do you discuss what the halach is when someone incites someone else's dog against another? That's on Dav.
Chavdalot. Good number seven. Which stuff do the question whether the mouth of a cow is considered Rishusanizak or Rishusamazik? That's on Dav. Good number eight. Which stuff do Machos Rabbi Yochanan Rishlakish whether Isham Mishimachitzav or Mamona? Fire is considered one's arrows, meaning his force, or is considered his property. That's on Dav. Chavbez. Good number nine. Which stuff do we have Machos regarding how to evaluate Hana? Is it Deme Amir or Deme Saorim Bazol? That's on Dav. Chav. Good. Number 10. Which stuff do we machos will be talking to Chachamim whether Taman Rishus and Nizak pays Nezik Shalim or Chazi Nezik? That's on Dav. Chav. Hey. Excellent. That Kuzadeh Shir. This is everybody. Ram Goldhar from Zichu wishing you a great day and great learning.